0: Garden Plots with Skeletor, the podcast that reshapes your gardening gormlessness into gardening greatness. This episode, we will be focusing on the wonders of water gardens, as I wanted a guest who could distract me from the pervasive stench of betrayal that haunts my recording studio. Merman, I'm not going to thank you for being here as I required it of you, but I've noted it for your annual performance review.
1: Yup, I'm always happy to talk about water gardens. Are you okay sitting on the other side of the room, Riley? Normally you're a little closer.
2: Well, I'd rather not be here at all. But if I want to graduate on time, I have to keep this internship. It almost makes me regret always taking a free period in the morning. No, that's not true. I can never regret that extra 40 minutes of sleep each day. But yep, just fine being as far away from a certain jerk face as I can be.
0: Merman, tell Riley that there is only one jerk face in this room, and it
1: is not me. Um... Pretty sure she heard you. She's not really sitting that far away. Tell her. Alright. Uh hey Riley. Skeletor says that he's not a jerk face.
0: That's not what I said.
1: Well, that's really the gist of it, right? You were counting jerk faces in the room, and you got to one. Wait, wait. Were you saying that I'm a jerk face? Because usually you call me a soggy brain thunderhead, and I'm really much more comfortable with that. Jerkface is just hurtful. I can see why you're worried that Riley thinks you're a jerk face.
2: I think that because he is one. Merman, you can tell him that if you want. Uh,
0: don't tell me, Merman! I can hear my sound, Minion, perfectly well, no matter how much I wish that was not the case! Speaking of things that I wish were not the case, this episode has Merman as our guest to discuss water gardens. There are typically three types of plants that compose a water garden. Floating plants... Submerged plants, which spend their entire lives growing beneath the surface of the water, and edge plants, which are plants which grow at the water's edge. Ordinarily, I wouldn't define such simple terms, but frankly, I wouldn't trust most of you to know which end of a trowel to hold.
1: You could also add fish to your water garden, which makes it not just beautiful, but also a handy snack bar.
2: You eat fish? I thought you ate, I don't know, Pop-Tarts or something.
1: Well, oh yeah, Pop-Tarts are great, but fish are delicious. Especially guppies. They're the popcorn of
3: the water.
2: I can't think about that sentence.
3: Moving on. Riley, I thought I heard you in here. Remember, you don't have to finish this internship if you don't want to. I know it must be deeply embarrassing to work with a second-rate villain. Uh,
2: second to none, Batface!
3: We can easily blackmail the school board to let you graduate without those credits.
2: No blackmail, Uncle Hordak. We've talked about this.
3: <laughs> you're so cute about these things. And Scales, since you're- Also here, I just wanted to say that the towels in the guest bathroom are terrible. But don't worry, I found some fluffy ones in the bathroom in the south wing. Bathroom in the south wing? Wait, that's my bathroom!
0: What were you doing in my
3: bathroom? Drawing a bath, obviously. But I put in too much of the lemon for being a bubble bath, and now I have to let the suds shrink down a bit.
0: Absolutely not! No one bathes in my sanctuary but me! It is my center of Peace in an otherwise cruel and incredibly stupid world. I can trust that- Hordak?
3: Hordak? Are you wearing my bathrobe? This thing? It's a little ratty, but it's all I can find in your linen closet.
0: It's not ratty, it's loyal! Unlike every other person or thing I encounter!
3: am pretty sure it's just ratty. I've got a real unsettling breeze in unbreezy places. How dare you!
0: Take it off immediately!
3: Ooh, no can do, not with a miner in the room, and my niece at that. I don't know what kind of operation you are running, but that doesn't fly with me.
0: Are you naked under my robe? Ew.
3: What do you think a robe is for? A bulping, mostly.
2: My robe? It's tainted! Oh god, this is so gross.
3: Fine, I'll take it off. The bath is probably ready now, anyway. Merman, I hear you tend a pretty mean bar. Bring me a mojito.
2: Uh, You
0: can't order him around! That's my job! He's working on the podcast right now, and you
3: can't have him!
1: I can get you one after the podcast. We just got a very nice Basilian
3: rum. God, Skills, you're like a broken record. The podcast this, the podcast that. Plants, plants, plants. It's just not a thing. It is
0: so very a thing! I'll have you know that I have plans for an evil grass that I've done some magical tinkering with. The people of Eternia won't be able to resist my takeover when they're too busy sneezing.
3: That's the problem with you. Always fiddling with your books and your magic. Machines, Skeletor. Machines are far more reliable than your little tricks and charms. No wonder you got along with that little rebellion flower freak, Perfuma.
0: It was not a date!
3: No, you saw to that, didn't you? She was put out about it, and unfortunately, I got to hear all about it.
0: When did you ever talk to Perfuma?
3: An unfortunate mishap in trying to take over Etheria led to me spending more time with Perfuma than any sane person could stand. I'm still cleaning out flowers from the dungeons. Well, I'm not, but my hordlings are, and that's really a waste of their time. You had Perfuma here, in your lair, willingly, to talk about plants. You really are getting soft. Everyone likes plants. I don't. I like machines. Watching my enemies tremble in terror and having a second mojito. Where did you get the first one? Whiplash made it. Oh, he's not usually
1: that good at following recipes. He
3: poured rum into a pint of mint ice cream.
1: Well, you know, that's not as far off the mark as he usually is. One time, we were having a potluck in the pillow fort room, and he said that he was going to bring a sponge cake, and I got all excited because I love sponge cake.
2: Let me guess, he showed up with a pile of kitchen sponges?
1: I wish. I could always use more of those. No, he brought a cake pan filled with shaving cream and live bees. Beastman ate the whole thing. He said the bees tasted stingy. I tried to ask Whiplash where he even got the bees, and he told
3: me not to worry about it. He had a guy. Hmm. I should talk to Whiplash about that. I could use a new bee guy. When you see him, let him know I'd like a word. My man, I'll need that drink when you're done here.
0: Whiplash has a bee guy, and he hasn't shared it with me? Holding out on me, is he? Fine. I'll cultivate my own apiary of evil.
2: Can we move on with the podcast now? I have to go water Tyranox after this.
0: You named your plant Tyranox? I I mean, uh, Merman, ask Riley if she named her plant Tyranox. Uh, well, you
1: probably caught that, right?
2: Yeah, it's fine.
0: We are not talking, though. I want to make that very clear. Just because Riley happens to overhear what I am asking and happens to respond to it does not mean we are talking.
1: Is that not what talking is? Do you have a different word for that on the surface? We've always just called that talking in my kingdom. <laughs> sure, a
0: kingdom. Is that what we're calling the swimming pool now?
1: Uh, no, we definitely just called that the swimming pool. A- except when it was the set for a Whiplash's music video. Not letting them do that again. His oboe player got a little carried away and set fire to the deck chairs. But I do have my own kingdom. Well, not technically a kingdom. I'm not the king of it. Just a HTDIC, head tyrannical despot in charge. One, no you don't. If you did, you wouldn't be here. Two,
0: stop trying to change the subject. I am asking the room, in general, a question about Riley's naming choice.
2: Anybody? Anybody? Sorry, just waiting for the room in general to answer. Since it's not, I named it Tyrannox because as much of a jerk face as Skeletor is, doesn't make him wrong about everything. Just almost absolutely everything.
0: I am wrong about nothing! Do you want me to tell Riley that? Uh, No, I think that fact speaks for itself. Now, back to Water Gardens. Merman, enlighten us. Well, not us. I know everything about this, and we'll be tuning you out until you inevitably make a mistake, but I'm sure it will be enlightening for... someone, presumably.
1: Well... Water gardens are a way of including water in your garden design. If you're familiar with my people, we're pretty into water. I mean, yes, it's required for our survival, but that doesn't mean we don't also have a strong appreciation for the visual appeal of it. I'm sure you surface dwellers feel the same way about air, right? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Oh, wow. That is so strange. Welp, uh, another piece of information to help me better understand your people. You said understand, like you meant something else. Did I? Huh. It must must have been a slip of the tongue. So a water garden needs floating plants. You want those. And not just because floating is neat, but because they clean the water. I know some of us like algae more than others, but you don't want your kids to be breathing that. That's why we make sure that we plant duckweed in all of our public parks. Clean, breathable water is so important to the health of our spawn. Of course... You don't have to plant duckweed in your water garden. You could just plant water lilies, or so, uh, some people like water hyacinth. Listeners,
0: do not so much as look at a water hyacinth unless you are prepared to keep it tightly contained. It is an invasive species, and well, I respect the dedication and stick No.
2: Okay, I'm willing to sit here and suffer through this, but I'm not going to listen to one more grown-up talk about stick as though it's anything. Merman! Tell
1: Riley it's because we know what commitment is. Then just say commitment! The word is right there! Yeah, she heard you fine. So yes, water hyacinth is invasive, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have its place. Sometimes when you have a neighboring realm you're looking to annex, it can come in pretty handy. If by realms
0: you are talking about the weekly creatures and caverns games that clutter up our kitchen table for hours at a time, then save it! No one wants to hear about your paladin's adventures using aquatic plants to rescue the princess, or whatever it is that you do. Oh,
1: that's a good idea for a plot arc. So, once you have a plant to clean your water and keep it a little shaded, you'll need some submerged plants. Some people skip those, but they do a great job eating dissolved nutrients which keep the water cleaner. Now, some people also appreciate them because they provide a place to hide or a spawning area. I want to make it clear that we don't allow any spawning in public places. That's something you should do with your mate in the privacy of your own cave. Plants like Sagittaria or hairgrass really give you that running through a meadow feeling. Or what I imagined that feeling would be like if running on land didn't make me dehydrate too quickly. Although it was nice of Trapjaw to carry me off the jogging track when we had that track and field day.
0: That wasn't a track and field day. That was a battery of training exercises to make you all marginally more useful as minions.
1: Really? I thought it was just a fun bonding thing you were doing. We made t-shirts and everything. What about me suggests I would be into
2: fun bonding things. Hard agree. Skeletor is the least fun.
0: Thank you! I mean, I didn't hear anything because I'm not talking to any other people who might coincidentally be in this room apart from Merman.
2: Skeletor isn't just not fun. He's a jerkface who can't ever admit when he's wrong about anything.
0: Oh, that must be the sound of the wind, whining, and complaining, like it always does.
2: Skeletor is a dumb butt.
1: Riley says you're a dumb- Yes, I heard. Skeletor heard you. Oh, good. So, you need one other type of plant for your water garden. Edge plants. Edge plants go on a little shelf inside of your water garden a few inches below the surface, or in the soil by the water's edge. You can skip the edge plants, your water garden doesn't need them to stay healthy. But they make shelter for frogs and fish that help keep them happy. And believe me, you would definitely rather munch on a happy frog than an unhappy frog. I'm a big fan of cattails for that swishy wavy look. If you're looking for something a little brighter, marsh marigolds have those buttery flowers that add some fun color to your garden.
2: Right, like a garden could ever be fun. You take that
0: back! My garden is a place of levity and wonder, where I know one moment's peace
2: from the workaday cares of dealing with you lot. And do you wonder why I went behind your back and wrote to Queen Marlena? You did it because you're a little sneak. Better a little sneak than a massive jerk.
1: Oh, so that's what this is about. You're just mad at her because she didn't bother you, and instead bothered someone else. All right, that checks out.
2: No, it doesn't. He hates being bothered.
1: Yeah, but him being mad about something that's not that big a deal. I mean, that sort of classic Skeletor. Not that big a deal? What part of sworn botanical nemesis
0: fails to make sense to you too? And not only did Riley go behind my back to consort with Queen Marlena, but she never even told me that she was related to my least favorite
1: sort of coworker. Riley? You're related to Whiplash? I guess I can see the family resemblance.
2: Uh, no.
0: No, Whiplash is my least favorite minion. Hordak is my least favorite sort of, kind of, co-worker.
1: Surely there's got to be a better way to put that. Like, colleague, confrere, peer?
0: None can aspire to be my peer. Peerless! I am above such things. Hordak but dreams to be classed with me.
3: Your minions are playing horse in the courtyard and it's annoying. You need to take a firmer hand around here, Bone Breath. It's not just annoying that they're playing horse, it's annoying that they're all bad at it. They've lost the ball twice, and none of them seem to be able to spell the word horse. Don't they have something better to do? I was going to use the courtyard for my power yoga. I always feel at my most outrageously flexible after a bath.
0: They're staying out of my way, which is their primary job at the moment. If you want to show off your stretching, do it in the library where no one has to see you.
3: Doing it in the courtyard is a public service, according to Evil And if you're going to persist in allowing your minions this kind of unproductive recreation time, you could at least get them to play a real sport, like tetherball. They might learn something.
2: Learn something. From tetherball.
3: Yes, tetherball. It's an activity that I insist all underlings take part in on our horde retreats. The fact that a rope firmly attaches the ball to the center pole teaches them to work within the constraints of a system. As the ball winds its way around the pole, motivated by sufficient violence from a supervisor with a clear vision, The length of rope shortens, and the ball slowly rises, showing the underling that only by rejecting the illusion of freedom and embracing subjugation can true victory be achieved. Plus the ball is on a rope, so at least they wouldn't keep losing it.
0: Fine, whatever. I think we have an aluminum pole out in the shed from when I was trying to get Whiplash struck by lightning. Why don't you and Evil Lynn go set that up or something?
3: Oh, I thought we could just tie a ball to your little haddock staff. Might as well get used for something.
0: Haddock staff? Oh, you have a haddock staff too? I most certainly do not. What I have is a Havoc Staff, because it wreaks havoc. Like the havoc I'm going to unleash on you nincompoops if you don't get back to work. Honestly, what even is a Havoc Staff?
1: It's actually pretty self-explanatory.
0: I don't have time for this. Hordak, if you can convince Evelyn to aid you in your quest to stretch in public or play tetherball or just generally leaving me in peace, then have at it, because I am busy at the moment and I don't need your interruptions.
3: You're always working on that podcast. You should really be showing that kind of commitment to evil. No wonder your last scheme landed you in the dungeon.
1: It wasn't as bad as it sometimes is. We didn't get caught until the
3: very end this time. The very end? How cute.
0: It's not like you're ruling a at this very moment. Hey, we're regrouping.
3: We hired some consultants to help us reorganize into a stronger, leaner force for evil.
0: Oh, so you'll rename the break room the Think Tank and then continue as you always have and fail some more.
3: See, that's the kind of attitude we don't like to see in the Horde. You have to commit to your own potential for evil. Besides, the break room is called the Proactivity Center. The Think Tank is the tank we're designing that runs on corporate synergy. Corporate synergy? Does that even mean anything? And you wonder why your evil schemes fail. (laughs) When you're ready to learn about true evil, Riley, you know where to find me. Stretching. In the courtyard.
0: That irritating interruption serving as a good place as any to talk about annoying people with a death wish. We should address Beastman, the Beastman in the room.
1: Do you want me to go get him? I think he's helping wash Hordak's Horde crawler, Which I guess he's calling the Think Tank now.
0: No, I don't want him in here. He got a bath recently and still smells like a wet mop. So, when it comes to water plants, will it kill Beastman?
1: The Corkscrew Rush. Oh, those are such neat plants. I have them all throughout my palace grounds.
0: Yes, Your Majesty. Of course you do. Oh, nobody
1: calls me that. Just your tyrannousness usually.
0: Anyway, the Corkscrew Rush is a plant that grows along the water's edge and has curly, wavy fronds that provide visual interest to any waterside. But what will happen if the furry idiot in your life decides to nibble upon it? In this case, probably punishment from yours truly for ruining the lines of my water garden, but very few ill effects from the plant itself. The young shoots are the most likely to cause harm, but minimally so at that. So, will it kill beast man? Unlikely. Hordak, what are you doing back here? I thought you were stretching.
3: I'm done. I'm super fast at yoga. That's why I always win at it. Takes a lot less time to fine-tune a Maserati than a, I don't know, whatever you are. Can you even give a rusty shopping cart a tune-up? Anyway, are you still doing your blog about plants?
0: It's not a blog, and no, we are
3: not done! Riley, I'm worried you're going to pick up bad habits here. This isn't what I want for my niece.
0: The only bad habit she's picked up is treachery!
3: Good. You're not completely failing to impress some basic evilness upon her.
0: She hardly needs it. She went behind my back to my sworn nemesis completely, ignoring my specific instructions for her.
3: a girl. Anyway, I stretched so fast that I'm already done setting up the tetherball. Anyone want to go around with the master? Murgai? I could give you a few pointers.
0: No one is going anywhere. My minions still have much... minioning to do. You can't go around claiming my employees like they were so many bathrobes. Granted, they are of considerably less value to me than a bathrobe, but the principle stands.
3: Well, I guess if these two are so integral to the completion of your little blog that you can't spare them.
0: What? No! Skeletor needs no one! If anything, the presence of these blathering nincompoops is impeding my glorious progress. Great.
3: Let's go, guys. Fish guy, you can stop and fix me another mojito on the way to the tetherball court. Riley, what position do you play?
2: Position? A tetherball.
3: Sure. You know, are you a punch master, a jumping back, or what?
2: At tetherball.
3: What do they even teach you in school these days? Swimmy, you in? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess.
2: Just hit stop and you're done. I'll come back and finish it later.
0: Wait! No! You traitorous buffoons! I mean, I don't need you or anyone for that matter, but I... Fine. At least our sponsors haven't betrayed me. Yet. Yes. Well, speaking of. Um, and now it's time for... A word from our sponsors. The Craven Corporate Board at Castor Mattresses was apparently displeased that, in our last commercial, we veered too far from their vision. Well, Castor, I'm sorry that my evil genius did not fit inside your pedestrian parameters. You cannot rein in my insidious imagination any more than you can put a saddle on a tornado. Hmm... Out to self, look into putting a saddle on a tornado, and maybe give the tornado some snake fangs. At any rate, never let it be said that Skeletor is anything less than a consummate professional. If it's a tepid milk toast promotion you want, then a tepid milk toast promotion you shall have. Ahem. Are you tired of mattress companies that fail to deliver on the promise of comfort? Castor has the solution. Our mattresses ship conveniently in a box no larger than a mini fridge, then expand into a full-sized comfortable bed that will make your house guests drift away to sleep feeling like a monarch. But what if you don't want a guest to be that comfortable? What then, Castor? Maybe certain guests have already made themselves entirely TOO comfortable! Does Castor also offer a mattress with a special guest ejection feature? Or a a mattress filled with broken glass and frozen peas? What if instead of expanding from a tiny cube, it contracted to an even tinier cube while the guest was sleeping on it? You can have these ideas for free, caster! (sighs) With a caster mattress, it will feel like a powerful sleeping spell has been placed on your guest room. Hmm, maybe I should have considered that option. This has been Garden Plots with Skeletor and only Skeletor as all my traitorous minions are playing Tetherball. Come back next time to learn Who Else Will Betray Me? And also about plants. Skeletor away!
2: Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Bordak is played by Chris Sims. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor schemes on Ko-Fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor.